Ready to pop the question? The jewelers at BlueNile.com have got sparkle down to a science with beautiful lab-grown diamonds worthy of your most brilliant moments. Their lab-grown diamonds are independently graded and guaranteed identical to natural diamonds, and they're ready to ship to your door. Go to BlueNile.com and use promo code LISTEN to get $50 off your purchase of $500 or more. That's code LISTEN at BlueNile.com for $50 off. BlueNile.com, code LISTEN. Millions of people have lost weight with personalized plans from Noom, like Evan, who can't stand salads and still lost 50 pounds. Salads generally for most people are the easy button, right? For me, that wasn't an option. I never really was a salad guy. That's just not who I am. But Noom worked for me. Get your personalized plan today at Noom.com. Real Noom user compensated to provide their story. In four weeks, the typical Noom user can expect to lose one to two pounds per week. Individual results may vary. Hello one and all, and welcome to Behind the Glass. I'm your host, Sam, from the YouTube channel Seen Through Glass. And I'm Tony from Gravelwood Car Sales. Yes, you are. Uh, each week we get together, we talk about cars, motorsport, F1, car, what else? Cars? Cars. We talk cars, about cars, cars. We? <laughs> <laughs> You can listen to us on Spotify, Apple Podcasts. You can watch us on YouTube.com forward slash Behind the Glass. Don't forget to subscribe and turn on notifications. And Tony, if people want to support this podcast, what should they do? Watch it. No. <laughs> But also head to Patreon. You can support us on patreon.com forward slash behind the glass. Thanks for tuning in. We hope you enjoyed the episode. I can't quite believe I'm saying this, but we are hosting a live event from Gravelwood Car Sales. Hello, everyone, and welcome to the worst dealership in the UK. (laughs) And it is definitely the worst dealership in the UK. Because I have the money, basically. (laughs) That's how it works. I'm winding Tony up. Uh, For those of you that are watching here on YouTube, you may think, oh, that does look a bit dodgy, uh, sat at the back of a weird, empty warehouse. Um, That's because Tony's putting a lot of work today to make this place look special from the outside. Uh, If any of you ever come back here to buy a car, you might be surprised that it doesn't look quite as glorious as it does today. You put a lot of effort into parking all the cars out the front and clearing this big room. Uh, But some of you may have seen it because we have recorded some shows from here, actually, you know, prior to the Behind the Glass studio, we used to go upstairs to Tony's office. We used to be on the, we've been on the mezzanine a few times. So anyway, thank you for hosting us. I'm not doing it again. (laughs) Not without any help. He has been flapping all morning. I've I've been here since 6.30 this morning, mate. I have. And at one point he came running saying, they just keep turning up. Well, that's what happened, yeah. Darren was flapping at the gate. I had to yeah. go and help him. We had security. We're going to call Darren security. We security. Had a security flapping at the gate. Um, but no, we're super happy to have you all here. Uh, Gary, the plant, and his brother have made a return to the podcast. If you're really OG podcast listeners, you'll remember Gary, the plant. Um, and anyway, so he's gloriously back in the shot. He's not um, dead because he's not real. He's not real. He lives forever. Yeah. Um, but yeah, luckily we've also got uh, Ben. If you don't know all the editing uh, on YouTube, done by glorious Ben over here uh, helping capturing all your beautiful faces I say it every time if you've told your wife you're somewhere else uh, you need to speak to Ben he'll edit you out um, otherwise you will end up in the video or you should be at work should, yeah, should if you should be at work, work if you're called in sick yeah. because of the heat wave you've now been busted so yeah please take that up with him and he'll try and blow your face I don't know what he'll do but uh, anyway um, apart from that the only other shout out I need to do is for the amazing Podium team uh, obviously Perla Coffee housed at Podium in Newbury they've come down today with their Range Rover serving coffee for all of us they've given me an exceptionally strong cold brew that honestly is going to involve me crashing an engine in about 20 minutes but for now I'm riding high uh, so thank you to them for coming along anyway shall we 
dive into it, because if you have never listened to one of these live episodes before, you will not know that we start things off with a Rate My Ride section. These poor fools turn up to these events in their beautiful cars and wait for Tony to absolutely screw them over. Do you know what so, I've just noticed as well? Go it's on. the first time I've ever noticed it. On the screen there, yeah. you've put what we're going to talk about today. You uh, never do that, mate. <laughs> I'm in complete darkness all the time. Well, I, I might as well be blind. <laughs> so yes, uh, pulling back the curtain on how these podcasts work, Tony literally turns up to the studio each week. Right, I'm, doing, I'm, I'm selling cars, mate. I've got time for this. He sits down and I just go and he just goes with the flow. And that can sometimes be a disaster, as you would have heard and seen. Most weeks. Sometimes it works out well. But he has no idea what we're going to talk about each week, except sometimes I say to him, hey, mate, let's think of three cars to buy under 50K. And he puts some thought into it. He goes, I've already thought of them before I've even suggested. I know know them. And to be fair, most weeks I smash it compared to you. As in what I mean by that is, is that my free suggestions are always miles better than you. And you think of the idea. Because you just go like manual and 35 years old. Sounds perfect to me. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> There's a few of those things outside. Yeah. Um, but yeah, so, well, every now and again, I'll write an order for myself so I don't get lost. And I've done that today. Yeah. It's just because you can see my screen. Usually you can't see my screen. Yeah, p- perfect. Usually in there I put, stop Tony from talking. Yeah. In brackets. Yeah. And I would have done that after the V12 Vantage section, but I forgot. So <laughs> that's going to be nerve wracking. Uh, anyway, right. Let's dive into it and we'll kick things off at the start with... Oh, really? On the day that I'm unveiling my new F-Type on the main channel, someone else turns up in their new F-Type. This car was collected yesterday. Brand new car? Well, no, it's an 18 plate. But this is a very interesting F-Type. I'm going to get F-Type nerdy here. This is one of the last pre-OPF, so shouty, VARs, but with the updated infotainment system. Oh. That's a a car right there. So so that's a... 2018, but probably a 2019 model year. Is that right? Something like that. Where Would is that it? be about right? There he is. You could put that on Auto Trader. Exceptionally rare. No, no. One no. of worth 20k over. That. Mate, that's an investment piece right there. Oh, don't, well, you know, here we yeah. go. You'd be straight <laughs> on there, wouldn't you? But I love that. Obviously, yeah, the last of the old shape F types. Very, very nice. Um, because you're all here. Oh, well, I, the video's out. So my new F-Type, FYI, just in case you were interested, not many people are. Uh, it's a new shape R and it's brown. Huh. That's, that's all that I need to say. And the video will be live by the time you get home. Um, Tony hates it, uh, but I'm very, very happy with it. Uh, tried to do a whole load of uh, custom SVO bits on it, but I was just desperate for the car. So ended up going with a relatively uh, standard spec. Uh, and it's got carbon ceramics, which is so overkill for an you've F-Type. Dri- you've driven it, right? I mean, I've had it for, I've had it for three weeks. Um, and, and actually... Archie Hamilton. Oh, no. I mean, what a bellend. Oh, but no. um, <laughs> uh, those of you that watch his channel, which, let's face Quite it, be many isn't of many of us. Uh, no, we love you, Archie, by the way. Um, he revealed the car in a Goodwood Festival of Speed video. He was walking Did he really? <laughs> I, took it, I took it to Goodwood on a normal plate. So I thought, no one's going to care. No one's going to notice. It's an F-Type. And he's going through the car going, oh, that's a nice 992, and that's a nice Range Rover. Oh, they're seen through glasses F-Type. I was like, oh, you twat. <laughs> <laughs> But anyway, I love it. And yeah, um, I won't say too much more because uh, hopefully people would have seen the main channel by now. Oh, wait, can I ask you a couple of questions about it? Oh, sure. Yeah, okay. I didn't realize um, we were going to get into this. No, well, we're not going to get into it too much. But does it feel as special as your old one? As in, because now it's the second one and the OPFs have come off of it. Does it feel like an F-Type still? Or? It, it does. It, it feels, the reason that I went for the new 
uh, F-type is the minute you spend time in the new version, you realize it's just better. Like, okay, fine. Well, I've got used to the new looks. I actually prefer the new look now, um, which people sometimes are a bit off about. But it's just a better car. It's an improved car. So having spent two or three months in that uh, loaner that Jag gave me last year, I was like, well, yeah, I, I, want, I want the new one. It was hard to go back. So it's not as shouty and as raw. It's just better. And this is my new daily uh, obviously, the RS6 is now gone, and this is becoming the kind of car that I'm going to be using most of the time. So I want it to be a little bit grown up. I am 32 now, mate. About mm. to be 33. I know I don't look it. Um, but yeah, so this is, you know, it's supposed to be a bit more sensible. So what you're saying is, is what I really say all along, mm. that new is better. Because that is what you've just said. I don't want to get into this. Let's move no, on. No, no, no. We'll come back to it later, mate. Carrying on. So we've got a beautiful 901.2 GT3 with the wing. Uh, that's Miami blue or? Yeah, yes, Miami blue. Yeah. Miami blue. In, in today's sun, that is, that is a lovely bit of kick. Yeah. We're fans of those, aren't did we? Did you buy that new? No. Used car? Yes. Did you pay all right money for it or did you pay? Uh, I've only January this year. Okay, fair. Fair, fair, fair. Yeah. Well, they're, they're good investment now. Manual or PDK? I didn't even look. PDK. PDK. Well done, we'll see. Controversial. Someone's got some sense. <laughs> um, beautiful, though. Uh, of course, it wouldn't be a behind-the-glass live event without a GT4. We've got a 981 GT4 in grey with a black stripe. Um, I mean, we're fans. You all know we're fans of a GT4. We can't like go them, wrong. Yeah. And you're always, you're always going to fit in at a behind-the-glass live event. put that stripe on it. I knew this was going to come up. Uh, GT4 owner, would you kindly raise your hand? Thank you very much. Was the stripe on the car? Did you select the stripe? No, it was on there already. It was on there. You still think you're 18? No. <laughs> <laughs> no, I thought, when I saw it, I thought, that's coming off. Yeah. Because it's got the bit. You haven't got round to it, basically. Right, okay. <laughs> we'll, we'll let him off. We've now got... Ah! This was a lovely Golf GTI that cruised in early. A patron, a lovely patron. You know what? You are a man who preaches about golfs. Yeah, they're good, the, yeah. And I would say that this is the third most popular car amongst our audience. From GT4 to M2, I would say a GTI product right up. And there's a few of you here today. Well, just hot hatch in general, mate. Just if you, if you maybe not quite a golf, but hot hatch in general. Well, we're going to come on to it. There's a Polo GTI here, mm. which I'm a big fan of. Three doors well, for they're life. Well, not, they're, not they're not as common, them. And, and recently, they have gained a bit of traction. But in general, like, no one ever bought the Polo because the, the people that it appealed to couldn't get insured on. And the people that could get insured on them would buy a Golf yeah. because they were a bit older. So they were a little bit of a funny car. But they drive well. They are literally a little Golf GCI. They're exactly the same. If you shut your eyes, you really would think you... But I like the, the shape. Car. I like the boxy shape of a Polo. Yeah. I know now they're big. They're all five doors, aren't they? But I like the three doors. I like a small hot hatch. Yeah. Like an Abarth. <laughs> yeah. Is there yeah. any of them? There are a few Abarths oh, here today, are, aren't they? Yeah, yeah. there have been, been some nice um, Okay. Uh, we're going to come back to that. Sorry. That's, that's for a later Can topic. we just forget about that? Yeah, one? forget about it for a yeah, second. Yeah. Uh, nice M2. Um, Comp. Um, is it a comp? No, the blue M2, 0012, JMP. Is it a comp? It's yeah. a comp. Sorry about that. <laughs> My M2 knowledge. And <laughs> um, it's one of, the, one of the biggest audience cars. Yeah, I mean, I know, not what it is. Slated the car that everyone yeah. owns. Um, but hey, yourself admitted at times it can be a little bit lacking in soul. Look, sometimes. Look, do you use it every day? Yeah. Well, that's common, mate. Everything that's used every day. You just already said that about your Jag. Moving on. But it's better. <laughs> 
apparently. <laughs> You're in such an argumentative mood today. No, no, I'm, I'm not. I can't. You up. It's too hot. I, can we just have a nice episode? No. Let's just get on today because we've got some nice topics. There's nice people here. I just, I don't have it to fight with you today. Right. I'm fighting. Oh, bloody hell. Now, there is a legend amongst us you wouldn't have known, but sneaking around, some of you may have recognised from the main channel. Aldous from AV Engineering is amongst us people, the hero that keeps my 360 Where alive. Where are you, boy? We're going to give you a round of applause, Aldous. I don't want to make you uncomfortable, but everyone... Because <laughs> all of my 360 adventures would not be possible without that man. And he has turned up today in his own Ferrari 430, which has been, scud? let's say it's fettled with, right? A little. <laughs> yeah, if you ever end up in the market for... Well, this era Ferrari especially, there's only one man in the world that you should be sending it to. Yeah. Um, and he will perfect it like he's perfected his own. Can I ask a question as he's here? Oh, God. Oh, no. Have you seen his 360 yet from Melia Melia? No, it's tomorrow, isn't it? Comes on Monday. Ah, so he's done that on purpose. <laughs> he has literally done that on purpose. Can it's you gonna ring be me? Fine. No, it's going to no, no. be fine. Can you ring me directly and give me the report of what's wrong with it? Because there is, it will be a report, by the way. It won't be one or two things. You say this, and jokes aside, I don't think it will be. I'm ball joints for sure, and we know about the curved wheel arch. What else? And there was a weird fan. One of the front fans was... was but, mate, I... So that's half a dozen things already. <laughs> yeah, right. That's that you know about, yeah. and you're not a mechanic. There's going to be so much. But yeah. anyway, it's going to be a good video, isn't it? <laughs> um, anyway, so yeah, beautiful. I think the 430 is super cool. And we've spoken about it a few times in this podcast, often overlooked the 430. Yeah. In this kind of whole hype of 355s, 360s going up in value. Yes. Um, <laughs> I knew you were going to pull that face. Uh, but, you know, in general, I think 430s are still often overlooked. Yeah. Would you have a scud? I did have a scud. Um, they break though, don't they? Yeah, no, I don't. I never drive my car. I'll do turn the market here. Oh, are you one of them? Are it's you? like you. No, he's like you. He's too busy working. Um, I spend six days a week driving the Yeah. So on Sunday, I just wanted to relax and have a beer. Yeah. <laughs> just go and get on it. Yeah. Anyway, thank you for bringing it, mate. That's uh, very nice to see. Carrying on, uh, we had a couple of Fiesta STs, didn't we? One with gold wheels, that he was rather embarrassed by the fact he had gold wheels, but I think they actually looked quite cool, made it pop, made it look a bit different. Why, was you, why are you embarrassed? What, did, he, did you speak to him and say he's Over here, isn't he? Why are you embarrassed? He's not, he's oh. proud of them now. He's not, now he's changed his tune now. <laughs> well, we got to be nice to him because it's the first time he's come. Yeah, yeah, no. We'll yeah, be, be nice we, to him. We, we it's like very nice, that car. <laughs> you don't like. Would you sell it? Would you take that in stock? I well, you can paint wheels, mate. Okay. I wouldn't sell them gold. I'd put them back to your original. Now you know that he doesn't like them. <laughs> you paid more like for the gold me. wheels. He paid more You're for the gold joking. Did you really? It's rare with gold wheels, mate. Yeah. Look at Auto Trader. That's always the kind Look of Look at Auto Trader. Uh, very nice TTRS. They're also cars. Well, all generation TTRSs. And we, I feel like, you know, we're chatting. I've got one in stock. Oh, do you? Look yeah. at that. That's convenient. Didn't even see, it? did you? No. By the way, I would say I was surprised by how nice your stock is at the moment. Yeah. Because often I come in, I'm like... Well, because you don't see it all. Mate. What a crap. Yeah, but no, I mean, today there's some nice stuff, huh? Yeah. That, I mean, there always is, to be honest. But that it's Panamera GTS? To, yeah. Anyone eyeing anything up? Just pretend. Make him feel good. <laughs> nope. Okay. <laughs> You're not coming again. <laughs> oh, God, I laughed so hard my headphones fell off. Um, okay, moving on. Um... We have a returning... Oh, not again. 
the loudest fiesta in the world, who I did a rev battle with last year. Duke which was London, a disaster. Which was a disaster. I think he got abused, called a chav multiple times, which yeah. is not good for anyone. Well, he must be used to that. Um, I nearly blew up my 360, which obviously wasn't a good thing. Uh, which I'm is so, not uncommon. You know, glad the, glad the 360 is not back today to try and be challenged. But uh, thank, you for, thank you for returning and thank you for bringing the chav mobile. Um, <laughs> the chav mobile. <laughs> <laughs> oh, now I want to know everything about this. There's a Citroen here, which I know nothing about. It looks like the longest, smoothest, silkiest Citroen. This is it right now. Is it a C8? That's mine. Okay, tell us everything. It's a Citroen C6. 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 It was the largest car they did at the time, 2005 to 2012. It was their executive car to compete with five series BMWs, for example. You'd be fascinated to go to the pub with you, would. I just cannot get my head around that. Are you part of the Citroen Owners Club? Maybe. Yeah. <laughs> Have you got a wife? It's one of those cars, if you, if you drive it, you'll understand it. If you don't, you'll just... It's very smooth, isn't it? It's, it's very, very comfortable. Yeah, yeah. It's a beautiful car to do long distance in, yeah. The only thing I'm disappointed by is that you don't have a French accent. That's, that's what I, because it's just one of, I wanted you to come out and go, I've driven from Paris, this is my car. No, French people don't buy them, mate. French people don't buy Citroëns, yeah, they do. No, French people they love don't. a Citroën. No, oh, no, not them big ones. They like little cars. They do France. like little cars. Yeah. I think it's cool. it definitely caught my eye, so I'm totally giving you that. I think it caught my eye. It, it looks executive. You like can't you, miss it, mate. You can't miss it. If you told me you were like some part of government agency, I would understand. Like, I think it's kind of wacky. Like, it's wacky is the only way that I can think of describing I think, it. I think they literally made that car to compete with the Germans, right? I, th- I think the Citroën people made it so the President of France had something nice to drive. It's the President of France's car. didn't have to go and buy a German Yes, it was literally made for the President of France. Last time there was a Citroën of that era here, it was that C4 WRC rally car that I had and... We, we sold it out, out the back here. Did you? And you grass went, ran it, basically. Went, you've done well there. Oh, he swam the channel. That Getting thing. rid of that. Well Honestly. done. Honestly. I said, no, nah, it's a brilliant car. But anyway, thank you for bringing it. Genuinely, really caught my eye. And as quirky and as silly as maybe it is, I'm, I'm glad it's here. Uh, oh, this, this was interesting. Really? Uh, <laughs> S5 Cabriolet. Yeah. White, white interior. Yeah. Some stickers, some decals, a little yeah. carbon front splitter. Yeah. It's, you know... Are you from Essex? Who's got that car? <laughs> Where are you from, sir? Suffolk. Suffolk. Oh, it's close. <laughs> oh, I bet it was an Essex car once, and it's just moved over a county. <laughs> you asked the question I was too scared to ask. Hey, look, I, I think... I mean, good on you. Good on you. I don't think I could pull it off. Or if I drove it, people would be surprised when I got out and said, hello, can I have an oat milk flat white? <laughs> um, but actually, I think, you know, I, I've always liked that shape. A5. My mum had loads of those. She Your mum did have some, yeah, she S5. Had S5 and she had the A4 before. So I've always, I've always had a place in my heart for them. And they, do, they do an RS5 in... Is that an RS5? No, that's, that's the S5, S5, but it has been used at 480 brake. Right. 480 horsepower. But they do do an RS5 in that yeah, model, don't they? Yeah. Because the new one, they don't do a convertible RS5. So that's the last... Ah. Yeah. Interesting. You wouldn't believe I'm a motor dealer, would you? Oh, no, this one. Oh, no. Just got to talk about... Everyone, I hope, saw this. And I'm going to need some help because my knowledge of this Clio is <laughs> lacking. In. Well, hold I mean, on a minute. <laughs> go on, what are you Can I say? just say, I don't think that's one car. <laughs> no. I think that's been... I think that's like a cut and shut. Is that a cat 
I mean, should it that be on the right? It was a cat wasn't it? So who, who, where's the owner? Here he is, you're a brave man. I mean, as I walked up to this car, you were putting parts back on that had fallen off on the way here. <laughs> I've got that photo, actually. Look, let me scroll up. Look, there he is. Putting, oh, he was, yeah. putting, putting something back on. Okay, just nice and loud, please, because there is a microphone somewhere. Just tell me the story very quickly. Uh, all the way about a month ago, the cat is brought up to track it, basically, down the Um, I mean, did you put any of those parts back on, or that's just how you picked it up? Or? I picked it up. I mean, the bumper is held on with bungee cords. Yeah. Wait, 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 stop. <laughs> You're gonna go on track in that car. Are you well? <laughs> Seriously? Yeah. In a cat S? Yes. Well, you knew where you're gonna go left or right and the thing will just go straight because the wheel's gonna fall off. I mean, that is actually not funny. It's lightweight when some of those panels fall off halfway around the lap. He's saving weight, isn't he? It's kind of genius. I mean, you are the bravest man in the world bringing that to this event. Yeah. But also an absolute legend for driving it around yeah. and, and embracing the horror that it is. But I just think it's great. It literally looks like junkyard crap, but in the best way possible. If I saw that on the motorway, I would be terrified it would be about to explode. What, how, how much did you pay for it? 1,500 quid. 1,500 quid? 1,500. Yeah. Not 150. Or not 15. Oh my God, they saw you coming, didn't they? Just, just, just as a reference point, I paid 900 pounds for Ivan the Volvo, who you saw multiple times. No, I'd rather have that. Oh, that's <laughs> so- <laughs> Ivan the Volvo did have a spider's nest living in the front of the car. Yeah, um, uh, yeah I mean, bravo. Uh, are you doing any Brands Hatch track days? Uh, no, I live in the hill, so... Oh, uh, OK. Can you I... tell me when you're going on track next and I'll make sure I'm nowhere near yeah. it? <laughs> you say you'd see the explosion from here if it was going around oh Brands Hatch. Oh, my God. Uh, OK. Oh, oh, very nice. This caught our eye, didn't it? Did, yeah. Red C63 Coupe. Um, uh, is this the man who's going to keep it for life? Where have you gone? Yeah. Yes. So big AMG man, he was telling me. And this is his Pride and Joy car that he dreamed of for ages. And actually, I think this is lovely. I do as well. Is that Imola Red, that car? Uh, I think it's called Fire Opal Red. What's, What's it called? Fire, Fire Opal, Opal Red. Red. Okay, fine. It's really nice color as well. Really nice color. Yeah. And I think this shape, C-Class and AMG, is gonna become a bit of a future classic with the, with the black series and, and things like that. I think you're gonna see People are always mm. going to sort of like these or like the idea of them at least. There's I, a very nice wagon as well here somewhere. Yeah, there is. I remember having one of them when they first come out as a new car. And they're so thirsty. I mean, it might do 15 to the gallon, that car. It oh, really? Is, it is horrendous. <laughs> yeah. And what's it like in the rain? Uh, I drive about 10 miles an hour. Yeah. <laughs> to save fuel. To save, to save fuel and not to go in a tree. Yeah. It's super cool and it's shouty. Yeah. And actually, uh, to be controversial again, and sometimes you bring out the worst of me, you've done well keeping it like stockish, you know, because sometimes people get hold of those Original. cars, especially um, slightly north, uh, and ruin them. Um, Chavs. Paul Wallace. You oh, know, yeah. like, you know, <laughs> Chavs. You know, okay. Uh, <laughs> I really like that it, it, it looks the way it does. Yeah. Big we like that one. Big well fan done, well done. That, is that our winner so far? No. Well, but, you know, nice. It's uh, nice, though. Uh, okay, uh, moving on. Oh yes, this super aggressive, staying on the Clio. This Clio Sport that looked like a, literally looked like a race car on the road, big old wing. Um, very, I, I met the guy earlier, he's got a very nice watch on. Who is um, it? There he is, back there. I'm a big fan of that. It's, and you share it with your dad, did you say? Yeah. Hello, dad. Hello. There he is. Good, that, that's a cool car to share with your dad, isn't it? Well, it, it, that reminds me of your car, that car. Which one? Because it just makes a load of noise and don't go anywhere. 
literally just goes, and you can still see it. That's not driving off. Is that true, isn't it? Uh, can I ask you, did we harass an F8 tributo on the Milamina? Yeah, but he was cruising, mate. By the way, just in case he you He would have been in wet stories. mode at 3,000 reds. But actually, he, he's a listener. So this is like, I think semi-awkward, but also thank you so much for listening and taking it well. I want to read the message that he sent because somehow... Did he send you a message? He reached out and he sent a message via our camera crew, um, which I just think it was the best thing ever. Uh, let me just find it. He's going on him. Because if you didn't hear it, we did this whole episode, be like, oh yeah, we harassed this yellow FA, we were having a great time. I thought actually maybe he thought we were dicks. Um, <laughs> what was it called? Mele. Uh, let me find it. Talk amongst yourselves. Uh, um, uh, sing. Sing. <laughs> Start singing. This is your moment. Please. Um, what was that event called? I'm never going to find it now. Anyway, he sent a very nice message, which was said something like it made his trip. He had a great time with us harassing him. Uh, okay. Uh, oh, a nice Cayman 4 litre. 718 Cayman 4 litre. Manual, PDK. PDK. Mm. Moving on. What horsepower is that? No, no, wait, wait, wait. <laughs> what horsepower has that car got? 400. Oh, I think that's just about okay for a manual. I think oh, that's don't change just the tune about now. the cut off pipe. Maybe 350. I think that's just about right, mate. Because I think a manual GT4 is just about right for a, a manual box. Anything more. If, if, if you've got a 500 horsepower or 600 horsepower car and it's manual, you full on died. It's as simple as that. Cool. <laughs> <laughs> now, we oh move dear. on from the very nice 4 litre. It's beautiful, that car. To a pista. Death. Oh, my God. And right beside us, after Tony revealed it out of nowhere last week, Tony's pista is right here, but it's going to yeah. be gone in about two weeks, isn't it? So uh, it'll be gone in six weeks, yeah. I've got six one more weeks. trip to do in it, yeah. Fine. Um, nice in its grey spec, but uh, I think a much... Is that the same colour that you had on one of your previous pistas? Uh, is it Azura California, that car? Who's got the pista? Doesn't want to admit it. Oh. No one wants to admit they have the pista. Okay. Uh, <laughs> Um, either they're very embarrassed or they definitely told their wife oh, it's amazing else. he's got you yeah um, well it's, it is a very nice colour I'm not a big fan of black roofs but actually it does tie in with the stripes and things like that and it's a pista so I mean like we have to applaud the fact there's a pista here yeah and it's pretty good effort isn't it yeah it's one of the first ones we've seen isn't it yeah As in, we had yeah you're right actually we had yeah. a speciales at a couple of yeah. other events but yeah no very nice so thank you for bringing that even if you are ashamed to be here <laughs> uh, now oh this was a this is a big old S6 or S4 it was the silver Audi, boxy V88. There we go. Is it S4 or S8? S4. S4. What is it? V81. Yeah. The RS4 that generation was super nice. I've got the grills down the front yeah, of it, but no, fair enough. They're still probably a bit of kit. I think they're nice. I love the boxy era, boxier era Audis. I'm a huge fan. Of. Mm. But, but so you, next you, you, to had, it, you, you had a boxy Audi though. You just sold. No, I wasn't as boxy though, was it? I prefer the old, I'd get the original what, RS6. was it round then? Yeah, it was. The new RS6 is rounder than the old ones. Right. Yeah. What, what shape is it? What do you mean? Well, how does it go? It goes like that, like that, like that, like that, like that, and like that. That's a box. All right, car it's designer. A, round is like that, mate. <laughs> I mean, again, so argumentative, I can't bear it. Have a sip of your water. <laughs> um, now this, we've got to make a big deal of, because actually there's a few international listeners here today, which is incredible. Why you chose to come to Gravelwood of all the shows we're doing, I do not know. I apologise. Guys, closer uh, to the channel. <laughs> Fair enough. Um, Mr. Netherlands. Now, I'm sure you all saw this. A guy has rocked up in a Mazda... 1 to 1. 1992, did you say? 1993. So your, it's older than you. Your father or your grandfather's car? Your father or your grandfather's car? 
Grandfather's car. Oh, I can't go in on him. I mean, it's a bubble. It's got 13-inch wheels, the best seats I've ever seen in my life. It is the ultimate throwback to a different era. Just the fact you are here is amazing. It is, yeah. Very good. And I was full-on going to go in on you. Because you said it's your grandfather's car, I'm actually going to be a bit respectful and say it's beautiful. <laughs> Very nice. Uh, this is so up my street. If we did it is. a cheap car challenge, this is the kind of stuff I want. Something which is theoretically horrific, but actually amazing. Go on, you've got your hand up. Nice and loud. What are you going to say? No virus theory, no just to clarify, no power steering, no ABS, no stability control, no traction control. Ah, it's got four horsepower. It doesn't need any. <laughs> it's fine. If it's a windy day, do you avoid the motorway? Because what does it weigh? Uh, 800 kilos. 800 kilos. Flipping hell. Mate, it's amazing. And you drove it all, have you driven it from the Netherlands? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Today? Uh, two days ago. Two days ago. Well, it took you two days to get here. <laughs> <laughs> no, I think it's amazing and thank you for representing our Dutch listeners proving that there are some nice ones <laughs> we've got quite a lot of Dutch listeners we've mate. got loads every yeah. time we go there we get absolutely spat on so yeah. I don't quite know what we're doing wrong <laughs> but, no. yeah. Yeah, but thank you so much I, I, it is amazing it's an incredible effort and it's great to see and this is what we love about our events is the variety we've gone from a pista to this I think it's absolutely glorious and the interior trim I love a quirky 80s or 90s interior trim and that thing is amazing if you haven't seen it I implore you go and check it out before the guy leaves and thank you for the biscuits oh yeah we've got some very nice biscuits uh, G.I. Yaris very nice red G.I. Yaris got one of them in stock got a black one okay alright yeah we're still fans of them aren't they they're just, they're just goers and I see more and more of them knocking around and you know what it's that kind of thing of like car guys even though we kind of hate the car guy phrase whenever I see one anywhere I'm like ah cool G.I. Yaris yeah that must be a car guy yeah, yeah. A lot of people have got them as well. They've got really big, heavy, big ticket stuff. You know, they've all got big supercars, a lot of them. And they just run around in them little, little Yaris GRs. Yeah, yeah just because... runarounds. That's perfect for a manual. All right. Yeah, perfect. Cool. Yeah. Um, so, uh, moving on, who bought the Morgan? Oh, Thank you. Oh, it's a Morgan. Is that an Aero 8? So that's got a big hunking V8 in it? Oh, right. M5 engine. I think this thing is glorious. I drove one a few years ago. Manual gearbox, right? Manual. It got wooden trim. The steering wheel that looks like it's off like a 1930s, don't know what. Like, it's just, and it's, on, this must be the perfect day to drive that car, no? Just a wafter, a cruiser. But you can, you can attack the road a bit, innit? Yeah, it's got 400 brake horsepower. 400 brake horsepower. Come on, Tony, share your thoughts. That's beautiful. Don't really know what to say <laughs> for a change. I mean, I was. That's a few quid that car as well, right? It's not cheap. That's a that's a few quid. I didn't even think it was a Morgan. I thought it was something. You know what I thought it was? I thought it was one of them. Um, uh, not the Westfield. What's he at the the? Oh, Weissman. The Weissman. That's what I thought yeah, it was. I thought it was a yeah, Weissman. You wouldn't be horribly wrong. They don't look dissimilar, but yeah. Yeah, that for me is the Morgan to have. Because that's, that's got a, a BMW proper... engine in it as well. The, Vi the Weissman's got a BMW. Weissman's the same thing, yeah. 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 yeah, yeah, No, beautiful. And really don't see them. And just all the details and the trim on that. I'm a huge fan of Morgans. I know you're not really into it. But I actually think on a day like today, when you talk about your Merc SL love and just to waft around it, that's a similar kind of vibe, but with the, the V8 rumble. Yeah, I guess. They always look drunk, don't they, Morgans? Because of know, the cross-eyed. Yeah, just like they always look like they have any glasses or they're like, been out on a night out. Yeah. 
<laughs> I know what you mean. Yeah. There's something elegant about them. I'm you know, a big fan, so thank you for bringing that. Um, another TTRS? Is it an RS or just a... The, the, blue, the blue TT is an RS, isn't it? It's an S. It's an S? Oh, yeah. sorry, okay. I can't see. Um, I, want to, I want to skip ahead to two things. Firstly, whatever this Vauxhall is. The minivan? Is it, is it, a, is it a GSI or a VXR? GSI, tell me everything. I know nothing, but I want to know everything because it's literally like a beefed up soccer mum. Yeah, basically. Basically. <laughs> <laughs> is it, is it? No, it was, it, I think you spoke about this before in one of your, about Sophia's, etc. And this is like the, the, the go faster one out of the lot. Two litre, right. tur two litre turbo. Right. Um, very practical, seven seat. When you put your foot down, it just goes left. Is that right? Oh, yeah. Well, it goes left and right. That would be a good one for you and your dog, though. You could pull that off. No. <laughs> just grab a little van. Quite happy in the van, thank I you. I like that. It's super different, super unique, and yeah, I thought it was cool that it was here. He's a very nice man, though. Very nice man. I'm skipping ahead awkwardly because I have to talk about this. Mr. Project 7. Oh, my God. We've had some Project 7s at these events before. Maybe you're disappointed that mine you have types, not a Project 7, but too impractical, I think. I mean, today must be the, one of the only days you can use it. How often, where, where are the Project 7 guys? Thank you. How often are you using it in the UK? Be honest with me. Use it twice this year. Use it twice this year, yeah. I mean, the, they must be the best days, and I bet you have a blast when you do. Need a day like today. Beautiful spec. Those are the wheels that I actually wanted. I wanted to get a dealer up, uh, upgrade for the new F-Type, for those wheels, because I love those wheels. Just had them broken. Ah, okay, because they, usually they're a diamond cut finish. That's right, that's exactly. I'm an F-Type nerd, I'm sorry, everyone. But um, yeah, beautiful. Well done for having it. Thank you for bringing it. I absolutely adore it. They are cool, mate. Come on, when yeah, you see I mean, it. Yeah, I mean, yeah, I mean, whatever. <laughs> <laughs> now, quick shout outs. What have we missed? Who bought something that they desperately wanted Tony to review? I saw something that oh. you just skipped. Go on. But uh, I mean, uh, that old Vantage, there's a grey old Vantage knocking around out there. There's always someone brave enough to bring an old Vantage. Which I'm surprised has actually got here, by the way. Who's got that car? Well done. Yeah, ah, see, see, some people do that. People Very do good. that. Yeah. I think it's beautiful, mate. I'm a big fan of that. I always yeah. love those. They've actually held their money now. They were, they'd, they'd come right back in value, and they're like 25, 30 grand now, right? A bit more and than they've that, stayed The early ones, the, th the 2013 cars, or what, well, 35? depends what miles he's got. They've got decent mileage. Yeah, so it's probably 25, 30 yeah. grand, that sort of thing, yeah. And, but they've been like that forever. Yeah, no, yeah. I mean, cool cars at that kind of money. What a cool car. I'd have that over a GI Yaris, I would. Of course you would. I like bills. Uh, mm. <laughs> anyone bring anything else they wanted us to quickly talk about? No? Okay, Good. well, I want to move on to a car that I think most of you missed. Because lurking just here outside the unit is a very nice green, new-shaped Vantage. Put your hands up if you realised it's an F1 edition. Well, you're all wrong, because that's the first customer-delivered V12 Vantage in the world, John, or in the UK? It was in the world at the time. There's been a few more delivered now. So you're all fools, because <laughs> that's insanely special and awesome to have Well, here. not that special. Well, Half the people got the it wrong, and the I other people walked past it. I couldn't believe how little people were picking up and noticing it. Maybe we parked it in the wrong place. But actually that car, uh, brought down by the team from Podium, and I went and did a track day with that car uh, in Belgium earlier this week. And at Zolder in Belgium, oh my God, you would have thought it was an actual F1 car. 
The attention that thing got in the paddock was insane. The minute it was on track, every single ph- photographer and spotter was leaning out trying to get photos. Get loud. In the paddock. Well, come on to it. Um, just absolutely everyone was freaking out about that car. But for some reason here, it's gone a bit incognito. It's a beautiful spec. And as I say, one of the first in the world. So you're going to want to go and check it out before, uh, before it goes because it's a cool thing to see. But I guess let's talk about it a bit because, yes, I did have an experience. And by the time this episode goes out, my video on it would have gone out. If you're looking for plump lips that last, you need to know about Juvederm Lip Fillers. With Juvederm Volbella XC and Juvederm Ultra XC, your lip look, whether it's subtle or bold, can last up to one full year with optimal treatment and no additional maintenance. Find a licensed specialist and see if it's right for you at Juvederm.com today. That's J-U-V-E-D-E-R-M.com. Add fullness to lips in adults over 21 with Juvederm Volbella XC or Juvederm Ultra XC. Do not use if you have severe allergies or a history of severe allergic reactions, or if you're allergic to lidocaine or the proteins used in Juvederm. Tell your doctor if you have a history of scarring or taking medicines that decrease the body's immune response or that can prolong bleeding. Common side effects include injection site redness, swelling, pain, tenderness, firmness, lumps, bumps, bruising, discoloration, or itching. As with all fillers, there's a rare risk of unintentional injection into a blood vessel, which can cause vision abnormalities, blindness, stroke, temporary scabs, or scarring. For full, important safety information, visit Juvederm.com. This Mother's Day, celebrate the extraordinary women in your life with a heartfelt gift from Blue Nile. Whether it's for your mom, a mother figure, or yourself as a mom, find that perfect piece to express your love and appreciation. Explore Blue Nile's exquisite pearls and mesmerizing gemstones that she's sure to love. Enjoy fast shipping options like guaranteed free shipping and returns. Make this Mother's Day unforgettable with a piece from Blue Nile. Right now, get up to 50% off at BlueNile.com. That's BlueNile.com. Want flexibility? Take yoga. Want flexibility with your health insurance? Check out United Healthcare Insurance Plans. Underwritten by Golden Rule Insurance Company, they offer flexible, budget-friendly medical, dental, and vision coverage that may be right for you. More at UH1.com. Is it loud? This is a very weird and interesting thing. So obviously it's not got the hunk and gray naturally aspirated V12 of the previous generation Vantage that I think we all loved. When you start it up, you're like, oh yes, this is good. It's got real tone to it. It does some crackles. You're like, this is going to be great. Then you drive away and you're like, where's all that noise gone? <laughs> is it the, it's, it's the turbocharged engine? Yeah, right? so it's, right. the, it's, the, it's basically the same thing from the DB11 and the DBS or the right. Speedster. Um, and don't get me wrong, it does sound different or good, but it's not that symphony that you want from a V12. It's quite a mechanical noise when you get up and going. And look, it's all filters. There's nothing much Aston can do. But it's a bit disheartening. If you're into your V12s and if you're into the old generation, you started up thinking, great. And at a car show, it's going to be fantastic because everyone's going to go, oh, what's that? But then you drive away and you're like, hmm. But what we have to talk about is what does it actually feel like? Because we spoke about it when some of the initial journalists got their hands on it and there was a bit of, it felt like disappointment. It felt like people were like, mm, you know, it's just about the engine. And actually, that is it. It's just about the engine. It's the fact that they've made the car, I think, should be celebrated. Because they didn't really need to. It's clearly very good. Compared to the F1 edition, that's what I was struggling. I literally drove the F1 edition last week, and then I drove the V12. 
I wasn't driving the V12 hard enough to pick up on it, but John did take me out on track. <laughs> he can drive faster than you. And, uh, and it was- Challenge, impre- challenge. That's a challenge. Uh, <laughs> it was impressive. I mean, we genuinely harassed the 918 Spider. We were harassing GT3 RSs, yes, genuinely. I mean, the thing is very capable, if not a bit heavy, but I just, I, the only thing I can't fathom is the price. Because if it was 195 plus options, so maybe 30 or 40 over an F1. No, no, at that point I go, sure, I get it. But I guess 300 odd grand and you don't have to, so John is nodding. Where are you, John? He's at the back. What, really? Was was it that much money? Well, I did come into Sam about how I see it. It's based on the speedster, right? It's a speedster underneath, the whole thing is a speedster. So it's just a hard top speedster. So I see it as a, a cheap speedster with a hard top. Or an expensive speedster, because it won't be as good as a speedster. <laughs> well, no, it's got a windscreen and a roof, so it's more usable. I mean, it, it is a really cool thing. And actually, when you get up close to it, especially look at the veins behind the front wheels and stuff like that, it has got some great details. The seats are super nice. Like, I really enjoyed it. Like, I went for a little street drive in it, and I really enjoyed it. But a few days later, I'm like... I just couldn't fathom. If, I, if they were the same price, I'd have one over an F1 edition, hands down. But if I was in the market, and you can't because they're all sold out, 333 of them, crazy money, I would be perfectly happy in an F1 edition. That, that's my thing. But if they were the same money, yes, I'd get the V12, just because V12. And it has got some fancier bits on it. John will know all the suspension trickery that it's got to improve it. But I, just, I don't know how to feel about that car. So, audience, we're going to turn to you. The fact that most of you didn't realise what it was, <laughs> half proved our well, point. It was an F1 edition. What do, you think? do you like the idea? Are you happy they've made a V12 Vantage? Put your hands up. No one's really interested. I mean, it's, less, it's about a third of people. Yeah. Okay, so at 300 odd grand, would you have a V12 Vantage or an 812 GTS? Put your hands up for 812 GTS. Everyone. Yeah. So they've got that a bit wrong because it's a cool car, John. Like, I do, like, I really like it. There's just something, that ha- it's the emotiveness. Okay, wait, hold on, hold on. V12 Vantage, previous generation or new V12 Vantage? Put your hands up for old V12 Vantage. Put your hands up for new V12 Vantage. Mm. Oh yeah, old one works better. And that's that's the exact point I was going to pick up on. The engine is dead compared to the in terms of the noise compared to the old engine. So they they kind of put an en- a V12 engine in that Vantage to celebrate the engine noise and the engine. Well, the turbocharged V12 Aston engine sounds just okay. It doesn't sound. It's not like, emotive. It's not. It's not amazing. It'd be better. Like it's a lot of power. Seven hundred odd horsepower. Like it's a. It's a lively car. Yeah. But it's just missing a bit of that emotion. I think. Yeah. Um, to really make me fall in love with it, and I'm an Aston fan. I'm a Vantage fan. Are you I, really an Aston fan, though? Yes. Stop this, because I get into so much trouble. People are like, oh, you slag off Aston. I don't. You do. I do. Yeah. Yeah. Um, anyway, thank you for bringing it down, uh, John. Very cool to see. And yeah, everyone, go and check it out because I say you probably didn't quite realise what it was. We're so sorry, John. So, <laughs> we're so sorry. We still like you. Yeah. <laughs> um, now, I actually brought down a slightly interesting card today. Well, it was very interesting car. Very interesting, yes, because it is the Porsche UK 911 GT3. Yeah. With PDK. Would you like to tell the ladies and gentlemen what your wife said about that car? Well, I think it's the last time you'll see me and my wife arriving anywhere in that car. <laughs> because, well, she was cross enough that I've already gone ahead and bought <laughs> this car. This morning at 6am, getting in that car with Twiggy for the drive here, which you've all experienced. It's not necessarily the smoothest. Um, about 10 minutes in, she's like... What have you done? (laughs) (laughs) 
<laughs> and that's it. I underestimated. I mean, the road noise in that car is a lot. Mm. And Twiggy has a weird thing where in sports cars, when there's a lot of road noise, she, there's a certain vibration or something she doesn't like. She gets really panicky. So that was already annoying. And then when we get onto the bumpy bits, the car like bumping around. Think, well, yeah. I drove it in Europe, not that car, but when I drove it in Europe the other week, like, I didn't really... I didn't really get or feel any of that, though, mate. I it, think it's just the roads. It's, it's the roads we've been on today. There's yeah. a section of the M25, which is just the horrendous. Concrete, the it, concrete bit, yeah. It feels like you're going through some weird road test. Like, yeah. Um, but yeah, I mean, I didn't notice it when I've driven that car before, and definitely not the sort of road noise on the motorway or in that section. Yeah. All the bumps. But I think maybe that's because, I've got to coin a phrase again, we're car guys. And, and actually, I've heard a lot of people speak about this GT3, especially um, Spike's Car Radio, great podcast out in the US. If you're not into cars, a GT3 is probably the worst thing for you to experience. Yeah, it is, yeah. And there's a couple of, I mean, even the GT4 said today, like, it's just the antithesis of everything that someone thinks I would actually say the STO is borderline more comfortable than the GT3. No, it no, can't genuinely, be, like, It can't be. But I think that's because I was alone. I think if you're into your cars and you're driving, GT3, unbelievable. And that's what that car will be for me. It's going to be the weekend toy, the special drives. It's not clearly going to be the car that I use for those lunch breaks with, with Vicky and the dog because she ain't going to get in it. Um, but I think that's why I love the GT3, not because I want to go on drives without her, but because it's... It's a car to drive. Oh, and yes. Yeah, no, but do you know what I mean? Like it, a bit like the STO, it's so focused yeah. that actually that's the only way to get a reward out of it. How many people have been in for rides in GT3s but not driven one? Anyone here? Been, a couple of hands going up. And how many people have driven a GT3? We've got a few owners, yeah, one or two. Yeah, it's limited. So it's a, it's a focused machine. I don't think it's anywhere near as focused as an RS though, mate. Like, you know what I mean? Like, I do get what you're saying, but the way you described the STO the other day was, I mean, it can't be that bad. I mean... No, and I I don't mind it. I just had this weird experience this morning where Ricky Blesser was just like, get me out of this car. Like, I think at one point she was tempted to get out and walk back on the motorway home. I think she she thought it was going to be more comfortable. She'd like to borrow a Ferrari because it does four things, four cars in one. Well, you know, and I always slam this. But no, I'm I'm happy. I'm just saying I just... GT3 is good at one thing. Yeah, probably. Oh, you've got GT3 coming, haven't you? I do. (laughs) Uh, Good that I'm going to use it for one thing. But yeah, the reason I'm in this PDK car today is to do the video for the main channel, which is PDK versus manual. So my spec locked, as you probably knew, I think I spoke about a couple of weeks ago now. And before that, I sent an email to Porsche UK, I've got a good relationship with, saying, look, my spec is about to lock and I'm still confused PDK versus manual. Any chance that I could just do a back-to-back test drive real quick? And they said, oh, the earliest we can get you the car is, is this weekend. And I was like, oh, my spec locks before then. So I had to finalise my spec before I'd had a chance to really spend some time in a PDK car. For all of you, exclusive. I, I think it's been interesting with the PDK. It's a very different experience for me, driving that PDK. It's a different car. It's great at 6 a.m. in the morning when you're blowing off the cobwebs and you just want to get in and drive, as all automatic cars are. I don't feel like I'm having the same relationship with that car as I have every time I've driven the manual one. I want the engagement. I want that connection. So that's why I lean towards manual. PDK, it's very good. I'm having a good time. And next two days in the 40 degree temperatures, I'm going to go and push on in it and have some fun. Where are you going to go? Uh, Just to the Cotswolds. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, So yeah, main channel video coming soon on, on my decision. 
uh, and my thoughts about it. But I think it just comes down to what you want and how you're going to use the car. And I think that's the only difference. If you want to go really flat out in one, then you have to have the PDK. If you'd want to go at just your own pace, then uh, you can determine your own pace more in a manual. You know what I mean? So I, I think you're happy to do that. So I wouldn't be happy to do that. We shall see, as I say, experience and video coming soon. Um, now, to move on from that, and actually it's kind of relevant, and this is where our wireless microphone is going to come into use. <laughs> um, uh, one thing that we saw in the comment section when I revealed that I'd sold the RS6 was a lot of people saying, you know, well, it's because you've got too many cars and you don't really understand how to use it, and oh, I've got an RS6 and I love it. And, you know, a bit of a question mark over, well, if the RS6 wasn't a fantastic one car, guy was the ultimate sort of, you know, one car to own, what would it be? And it got us thinking, we thought we'd kind of wrap up today with that question. What would the ultimate one car garage be for car people, car guys or girls? If you're into your cars, you want something that's, I guess, a bit sporty, got a bit of noise, but let's face it, is practical. You don't have to have a family. If you want to suggest a 911 GTS, that's fine. But just think about the fact that you might have a dog, you might have stuff you want to fit in it. So it's got to be able to do lots of things. If someone suggests a Pagani Huara, you're a genius, but it's unrealistic. <laughs> um, so we're going to kick things off. We've had a couple of thoughts, and I do want to hear from you. So get thinking, and then the wireless microphone is going to start to pass its way around. So no singing. No singing. He's tempted. Um, but Tony, what, what would you say is your first suggestion of the ultimate one-car garage? Well, to do all... As an all-round to do this everything. Is, you had to get rid of everything else. Yeah. This is one car you've got to use for your road trips yeah. with your lads. Yeah. To go around with the kids. Turbo to, S. Turbo S. Yeah. 992. The current Turbo S. The 992 Turbo it S. It does everything. Okay, so you've got four seats. Yeah. For little people in the back. Yeah. Fair enough. I've got a little person. So you've got a little fun. person. Yeah. At some point she won't be so little, but yeah, yeah. for now. Uh, good luggage space. Yep. Yeah. Uh, all-wheel drive. For the rain. For the rain. And the Keeps snow. its money. Holds its money. You've done quite well there. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. It's really fast. It's really, really fast. Yeah. It's expensive. Well, it is expensive, but think of a better car that does all them things. I guess the only thing you could argue is it's limited on boot space. Well, limited to what? If you're moving house, yeah. Yeah, no, no, but I mean like... <laughs> but, but you normally pay for a removal company. <laughs> you normally do pay for a yeah. removal company. No, you've done annoyingly well there. See, I was thinking way more practical like Bentayga. Um, but but a, a 992 Turbo S, I'm trying to think what are the flaws. What's a bat... What's gone? Nowhere for the dog. Nowhere for the dog. Thank you. Nowhere for the well, dog. Well, there is. There no, is. You're going to put Jackson on the front seat? No, he's a big dog, don't you? Exactly. But you might not have a big dog. You might have a little dog. But you do. I've got a big dog, but he can go in the front seat if he wants to. No problem. He can go in the back seat. But then also from like a, could you leave him in there if you went shopping? Are you going to leave Jackson just on the front seat chilling? Well, you shouldn't leave a dog in a hot car, mate. No, you, well, it's, uh, if it's not today. Actually, as well, no one's going to nick that car with Jackson on the front seat. I wouldn't have thought so, no. I mean, he's a scary mother chuck at that He's dog. a big boy, yeah. He's a big boy. Yeah. Um, okay, well, look, we'll give that to you because that's actually... An, there, is, there is another one, but we'll see the audience because I did think of a couple. Well, I thought quite a few actually, but I thought that was the pick for me. I'm going to go with the predictable, brand new M3 Touring. I, I'm getting some nods of approval. I think that car's going to do pretty much everything, apart from maybe winning the looks department, but we're all getting used to the way it looks now, aren't we? Apart from the fact it won't hold its money. Apart from the fact... But not many cars do. That's a very you thing to say. Well, an, R an RS4 hold its money better. Would it? 
RS4s a are still strong. A brand new RS4 would hold its money better than RS the M3 cars, Touring? RS cars in general hold their money better than M cars in general. But do you not think the hype around the Touring is going to get, those values are going to stay up? There'll be a bit of a premium to begin All with. It depends on, on how many the manufacturer are going to build. I mean, there's a year wait for uh, M4s and M3s at the minute, especially convertible M4s. A year there's wait. A year, but, wow. but they're still loaded on the market. Sure. So we've got one and we've had one for six weeks in stock. We haven't sold it, but there's a year wait. So it's so, still available, people. Yeah, but, but what I'm saying is, is that once everyone's got the, um, got the M3 touring, they'll... Start to cool off. I, I think I, so, yeah. I, a bit like the new RS3. Look at the new RS3. I'm going to make a bet with you, because you may or may not remember this, but Tony and I made a bet a, a year or so ago that the cheapest 765 LT oh, on the market would be worth more than the cheapest Pista on the market. I think I'm still winning that bet, Tony. There's not a lot in it, though. There's when not all in it, but I'm still winning. When you Don't think, need to win by big margins. No, no, you're right. When you think, and I did actually check the other day, when you think checks that they made 4,000 Pistas... They're two years older. You don't need to get into it. The, I do the need bet to was get into simple. It. The simple term was seven six five cheapest seven six five LT will be costing more than the cheapest piece to on the market, and that's it. You don't have to go into the why. Uh, that was it, and yeah. I'm winning. So, well, on them parameters, yeah, you are winning. But yeah, I should those have been were the more, parameters. More specific. <laughs> specific. Specific. Okay. I can't say that word. You'll get there eventually. So, new bet yeah. in a year's time. Yeah. Um, what's the criteria of this? The I'm putting a criteria. M3 Touring, the cheapest M3 Touring, will be more than the most expensive RS4. <gasps> that could be a shout. Let's do that. What age the cheapest M3 Touring will be more age for age. Same. No, 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 no. No, that's no good then, because you can you can pick a three year old yeah. RS4 and a new M3 Touring. But the most expensive RS4 on the market will be less than the M3 Touring. The most, the most expensive... RS4 on the market will be cheaper than the cheapest M3 Touring. In a year's time? In a year's time. Let me just work this out. <laughs> Go on, just shake on it. Yeah, yeah perfect. You only bet um, okay, so wireless microphone going around. Uh, there's a hand up at the back, so can we start passing the microphone, please? Just pass it all the way back. You've got one thing to shout out, but I need you to have the microphone. We get told off by our listeners. I'm sorry. It's coming. We'll get there. Go on, sir. I have got a recommendation, but before the recommendation, one of the things that's annoyed me about the M3 Touring is it's not getting a carbon roof. You can't get the carbon, carbon roof on the a, M3 it's Touring? It's a jet black roof. Can you, get, you, have, you can get the pan roof though, right? I don't know. I don't, you can't get pans on M4s or 3s because it's a carbon roof. Ah. So I bet you can on the state. If there's no option for a carbon roof you on must the state, the pan. that's why you buy an M car for the carbon roof. Really? Well, um, well they've traditionally always had them. So what about, the that, conv- what about the convertible then? Sorry? What about the convertible? No, but I'm just saying, if you buy an M3, M5, M4 coupe, right, that, that range has always had a carbon roof. For the Is last that the 10, main thing that you years. like about them? Well, it adds to it. <laughs> that's not why people buy them. Anyway, <laughs> suggestion. I'm, I'm, I'm really sorry, but that's not, well, it's not the that's only not why no. people buy I, them. I, I suggestion. an iconic part of, of an M car. Sh- I, I, I get, but I think, I, uh, yeah, I don't think that'll be the deciding factor. My point would be I would have the saloon over the Okay. Estate. You don't but see the point of the wagon. You don't need the wagon because you want the carbon roof. Yeah. Tell BMW, tweet them. Let them know. Maybe you can. <laughs> uh, suggestion. <laughs> GT4C Lusso V12. GTC4 Lusso V12. So the all-wheel drive one, not the V8T rear-wheel drive. No, all-wheel drive V12. Yeah, the Lusso, I mean, for sure. But 
I mean, the running costs ridiculous. I mean, I know you, can yeah. get, you probably get service pack ones still. I guess with the with the loose. Just about, yeah. Just about, and it is. It's a very practical car. You can fit genuinely four adults in that car pretty comfortably, um, as you could with the FF. But running costs are high. Fuel is high. They're out of warranty now, unless you buy them from Ferrari. Boots pretty crap, especially if you get the yeah. leather lined one. You don't want to put anything in that boot because it scratches it up. They are cool. I mean, you're you're not wrong, but I'd have a Turbo S over the Lusso, and I'm Me a too. Ferrari guy. Yeah. It's a bit too much, don't you think, the Lusso? Uh, I've, I've seen them. I, when I saw one on the road for the first time, I was blown away. You were like, that's the one. Yeah. And the coolest one, when you see Lusso's or FF's in ski resorts, that, that's always a vibe. I'm like, yeah, you're doing well there. Yeah. Uh, any other suggestions for Ultimate One Car? Just, just to your left. Just to your left. So this might not go down very well, considering how you just reacted to the Lusso, but the Aston Martin Zagato Fastback. <laughs> okay, I mean, <laughs> someone's a millionaire. <laughs> uh, the Zagato Fastback, which I think Tony doesn't even know what that is. I, I know exactly what it is. Um, could we go with Rapid AMR? Sure, he's so disappointed. I mean, <laughs> Tony, do you want to take that one? No, not really. I mean... <laughs> A DBX is terrible when it's better than them two. <laughs> no, it's true, isn't it? It I mean, is true. It hasn't I even got Apple CarPlay. I Zagato mean, Fastback, I think it's a disaster. I mean, yeah. I think that really is a disaster. I mean, it looks so good, though. Sorry? It looks so good, though. It looks amazing, I agree. But the rest of it's a disaster. And, and, and you're going to lose <laughs> a lot of money. And I don't think, like, does the Fastback bit work? I don't know. Like, no. Rapid AMR is wonderful, but also awful, but brilliant. And I mean, I would have one, but I'm an idiot. So, like... I, I enjoy the enthusiasm, but no, like, just, I don't think that's oh a route my to God. go. Someone had to say something crazy. Well done for saying it, and I hope you win the Euro Millions and all work hard and go buy one. Um, okay, right at the back there, man with the moustache or the, or the beard at least. There we go. So I feel like going for the slightly practical end, uh, a Julia Quadrifoglio. Julia Quadrifoglio. So this is going to be one of my shouts, actually. Very good. I think it's a fantastic choice. And actually, I met a man who's actually bought a GTA. Very good. In, in, one in, man? One man. Yeah. Yeah. I was, like, I was like, well done. He had an 8C Spider, and now he's got a GTA. I was like, oh my God. He's the only man. Only thing he said is he's like, I'll keep the 8C Spider because soon it will be worth a million euros, and then I'll sell it. And I was like, ooh. Yeah. <laughs> don't want to deliver that bad news. Um, don't see that car going to that kind of money. But anyway, maybe I'll be wrong. Uh, so yeah, Julia Quattrofelio. I was going to suggest that. The problem is they break. Um... Who, someone here had a Julia and it broke down. Where are you? Here, yes. We've 40 miles away, so you'd picked it up and you'd gone 40 miles and it broke. Yeah. Well, what was wrong with it though? What happened? The turbos uh, were destroyed. It was a used one. Used, used one. 20,000 miles on the clock and the turbos were just gone on it. Yeah, the turbos died. The thing is, they're brilliant, but as that one car garage, you don't want your one car garage to... So, obviously, you could go Range Rover, but bless... Land Rover, we know that there is a question over reliability, and I think that's the mm. great thing with Turbo S. Lusos, I think, are Lusos or Lusos? No, or, no, they break. Uh, Lusos break. Okay. No, they break, yeah. Uh, anyway. uh, but, you know, uh, definitely not the Zagato. But, you know, things that are slightly unreliable, I think, will stress you out as the ultimate one car. And Julia Quattrofelli, as we keep saying, infotainment system. Yeah. It's just a bit dead. Yeah. It's, uh, we've sold lots here as well, and I've never, ever, ever had any problems with any of them, mate. They've all been as good as gold, but I do know there are. It's a reputational thing. There is a reliability problem. With there them, is, yeah, yeah over yeah, time. For sure. They're still super cool. Uh, any one, other suggestions? There's one car that you all haven't said yet. 
Cool. I mean, I just... Well, let's, let's I'm see. Not, we'll no, see no, if no, I'm not going to say nothing. Just to your left, uh, with the microphone, that would be perfect. Uh, the Lamborghini Urus. Good man! Yeah. That's the car! <laughs> that is the car. That's another car. Four cars in one, mate. Does everything. I cannot believe that Uruses essentially still don't lose money. Yeah. I was chatting to Andrew at Alexander's well Prestige. Done. Yeah, great Brilliant. shout. Um, Andrew at Alexander's Prestige the other day, and we were talking about this, that still you could go and buy a used Euros, probably put two or 3,000 miles on it, and probably get your money back. Yeah. I mean, that's a joke. What's the waiting time on a Euros? Um, last time I checked was about, f- uh, it's easily a year. Easily. I think you're right. God, I see so many of them. Yeah. But whenever I do, so I just found out that Stormzy's my neighbour. How cool is that? Stormzy. Really? Yeah, no idea. Uh, and he's got a, a satin black Eurus. Has he? Well, I was driving past, but like, oh, look, look at this legend. Um, and then someone said, oh, that's Stormzy. I was like, oh, if only I knew popular culture. Perfect. Uh, if only it was Chris Martin from Coldplay, I would have recognised him immediately. <laughs> um, so yeah, I think the Eurus, I have never had a great relationship with the Eurus, but it is kind of fantastic. Uh, put your hands it's up. Brilliant. Who likes a Eurus? It's brilliant, Objectively, mate. yeah. yeah it's, it's a great car. It's a great car. And yeah. of that super SUV market, it's a Lamborghini, right? The same way that we act around all Lamborghinis. I think that's even more appealing. Yeah. Out of all the super stuff, DBX, no. Yeah, no. Turbo GT, a bit too dull. Yeah. Um, what else is there in that market? Bentayga. Like, yeah, Eurus is a SVR Range Rover. Well, that's one down, probably. What colour would you have your Eurus in? Would you black, black one. Black one? Yeah. Maybe, so maybe grey, the specs. Yeah, no, I wouldn't have a... I'd have an understated and I would say, oh, was there 100 grand? That'll be amazing. I don't think they're ever going to come down. No, I don't think so. Genius, think so. Lamborghini. Yeah. Genius. Uh, uh, we've got one all the way. Let's make our way forward with the microphone. I think there's one hand at the back there. Is that right? Is that, yeah, let's do that first, and then we'll make our way forward. I was going to su- suggest a Taycan on uh, Sport Turismo, but there's no point. So an Alpina B3S. Alpina, which one? B3S. The D3S or the B3- B- B3S three, or the D? I don't know what that is. <laughs> no idea. Do you remember when I was genuinely looking at the Alpinas prior to the RS6s? Yeah. So the problem with the Alpina, I think, is as cool and as attractive as they are as a proposition, the money is all off. So they're inherently insanely expensive and they don't seem to hold their value. And they catch fire. To, do they catch fire? Oh, the no, the BMW. Sorry, sorry, sorry. Yeah, the yeah, Alpina, yeah. not the Alpine. Oh, I thought you were talking about the Alpine. No, the yeah, Alpina, yeah. which now BMW bought and now is going to be yeah, part of yeah. the, the range. Um, so, you know, especially if you're looking like M5, or you're talking about now they're doing the M3 versus the B3. I, I don't think that it offers enough value. I drove it. I was surprised that the suspension was a bit crasher than I thought. Apparently it ought to do with the... Oh, someone told me this. Maybe you know if you're an Alpina fan. Alpinas have insanely high PSIs from factory when they're delivered. Tires. They run at like 40 PSI. Do they? And that's why, they're, that's why the ride feels so hard. Oh. I found this out from the DK Engineering guys. So if you're ever driving an Alpina, just drop the pressures down. Let You'll some air out. Put it a lovely time. Yeah. But yeah, it's, it's, a, it's still a good shout, but I think if you're in that market... M3 touring or the M340i or D probably does just as yeah. good a job and you're going to save some money. Yeah. If you find a two-year-old one, you can do a really good deal. You can find a bit of a used one and get a bit of a bargain. I get it. And it's a bit different. You turn up to an event like this, we're going to go, oh, cool, Alpina. So that's a winner. Um, do you mind passing the microphone forward? We've got a man here with a cap on. And a lot of hair. And a lot of hair. Um, one, uh, my recommendation for the car is the C63S cab. And uh, on the, the SUV chat, would you have Eurus or Puro Sangre when it comes? Okay, so firstly, on the C63S cab, that's an intense, like, family car. It's nice. 
it's nice, right? It's but not like, a family comedy. It's not a currently well, not at it's family, not family yet. Yeah, yeah not yeah, quite yeah. family yet. So to be fair, we're maybe we're niching it by saying, you know, if you don't need the family, then yeah, sure. if it, if, it, if it's for you personally, and you just got you in your hat. <laughs> then it's not. Wait, so it's no, do you, it's do you, no do you think it's less practical than a Turbo S? Then is I it, don't know if it's less it, practical. But surely it's more practical than a Turbo S. No, I just, I just think because so. with the roof, because obviously you lose boot space as well when you're putting the roof down yeah. that weird trunk. And the problem which you've got is it's maybe not as agile as the Turbo S as well. So. Maybe I just don't like it that much. <laughs> Maybe yeah. that's why. I'm, I don't know. Yeah, it's probably not a bad shout. I'm probably being overly critical. Yeah, um, it's not a turbo S. It's not a turbo no. S. We're just spoiled. Uh, and a very interesting question: Euros versus Pura Sangue, uh, the new upcoming Ferrari SUV. We don't know enough. To, well, I, we do know details, but we're not allowed to say because Ferrari will sue us. <laughs> um, uh, it, at this point, it's hard to know. I think the Ferrari SUV is going to do exceptionally well, but maybe not be in the same realm of a Euros, as in, I think it's going to be a big Lusso. This is what I'm going to, this is me speculating purely. Yeah. Um, I think it's just going to be a, a bigger Lusso. And while the Euros is a proper SUV, right? It's yeah. on that SUV platform. It's a big, usable, practical, loads of space. Loads of, whilst I think the Ferrari will still be a little bit more compromised and honed in because it's a Ferrari and, you know, they need to drive. So I think a Euros customer won't swap for a Pura Sangue. Maybe they would have, both, but that'd be no, 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 a bit too much. No, no, they're going to be load more money. Anyway, let's get one more suggestion just down here in the front row or close to the front row. Um, so my obvious choice would be RS4. I'm going to say RS4. However, I was going to throw in there Ferrari FF. Ferrari FF. Yeah, I mean, again with the Lusso chat, I would actually think your RS4 is a better shout. Yeah, because of what Tony was saying with holding their value well, it's the it's a better size than the my issue with the RS6 just being too big. Yeah, maybe it's not got the same emotion as the bigger specialer cars. Uh, I did have a, a customer at work the other day who, who bought it into us, and he said he um, used it to go camping with his family. So camping that's in the RS4, that's pretty there, yeah. cool. Puts his tent in the back and takes his kids. Yeah, I like that lifestyle. Outdoor there is another rest. car as well that you've all missed out. I'm not going to say it. No, you go and say it because that, that was the last. Do you think that's the last one? Yeah, go on. That actually, definitely in its price point, is definitely the best. And it's BMW M5 Comp. The, the still, Your favorite car in the world. It's, no, as in that price point, mate, and and to do everything, there really just isn't a better car than that car. They are amazing. Them things. When I went to Zolda couple of days ago on the way to the Eurotunnel at the Eurotunnel I was parked up and a guy pulled in his yeah. M5 comp we started chatting he's listening to the podcast so hello if you're still listening and he was going on a big road trip uh, down to uh, Portugal and Spain and going on a Lovely. huge mission um, and uh, yeah good on him he was like it's, it's the perfect car for it and I kind of agree like are we over hyping the M5 put your hands up if you love the M5 yeah they do I think we love it a bit too much sometimes well, mate maybe because we've spent some time in it as well you know, yeah, some but that's people like a bit of a preachy thing to do. No, well, we've driven it, you've not. No, so. no, 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 no. What I mean is, is that 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 you kind of have to be in it and and to really mm. realize just how good it is. You know, yeah. I think it's better than RS6, yeah, especially yeah. price to price. You know, when you when you think like a good M5 comp, sixty grand, sixty five grand, RS6 is still a hundred. Yeah, you know, no, it's, well, it's not it, got a big boot. But that's I mean, the only thing. It's just yeah. the lack of time. Or you pay forty grand for a boot. It's a disaster. <laughs> It's true, mate. 
Anyway, before we all start to pass out from the increasing heat, uh, are there any just random generic questions you've been dying to ask Tony and I? You're thinking, I'm here now. Oh, there's a hang on straight up. That's worrying. Uh, <laughs> we'll take a few Larry questions before we wrap things up today. Go on. Um, question for Tony. Why did you change your piece to, to one with the worst spec? Oh, why, why did you change your piece to one of the worst spec pieces? Um, no, not, not the worst spec. Your old spec was better. The, the coupe one? one. Ah, so I had a convertible after, which was lovely as a tailor-made car. And basically, Ferrari offered me more money than I paid for it. So, And I literally bought that car for, a, for the trip, for two trips. He doesn't so care what the spec I is. I didn't care about spec. I didn't care about anything. I never really care about spec anyway. When I buy stuff, I just buy it and use it and sell it. It's a bit of a myth, like because he's rich. No, 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 no. It's just like I don't really care about the car. I care about more about the car. So, um, yeah, that's the reason why. I mean, if you'd have seen the Taylor May car, it was lovely that car, weren't it? It was lovely. I didn't love yeah. the seat insert. I really liked it. Yeah, well, that's good for you. Good for uh, you. <laughs> we had. Do we have one more Larry question at the back? No. Okay. Any other Larry questions? Otherwise, we're going to wrap things up. No, everyone's tired. Okay. <laughs> well, look, thank you all for coming. Thank you for being brave enough to, to bring your cars and let Tony review them. Um, we I really didn't go in on them that bad. No, you were right today. Uh, you just argumentative with me. Um, but we really appreciate all your continued support and for coming down. Tony is thrilled to have you at Gravelwood. He's really, hoping, really hoping that some of you uh, look at the cars outside and maybe put in some cheeky offers. Uh, no, no, don't do that. We do have, of course, a few more of these events coming up uh, throughout the year. We're not back at Gravel, we don't think, this year, but we might be, who knows. Um, and uh, aside from that, we probably haven't got too much admin to do. So we'll wrap it up there. Everyone, give yourselves a round of applause. Thank you for coming. Very good. Hi, I'm Daniel, founder of Pretty Litter. Cats and cat owners deserve better than any old-fashioned litter. That's why I teamed up with scientists and veterinarians to create Pretty Litter. Its innovative crystal formula has superior odor control and weighs up to 80% less than clay litter. Pretty Litter even monitors health by changing colors to help detect early signs of potential illness. It's the world's smartest kitty litter. Go to prettylitter.com and use code ACAST for 20% off your first order and a free cat toy. Terms and conditions apply. See site for details. Here's a cool fact. A crocodile can't stick out its tongue. Another cool fact, you can get short-term health insurance for a month or just under a year in some states. United Healthcare short-term insurance plans are designed for people who are between jobs, coming off their parents' plan, or turning a side hustle into a full-time gig. Underwritten by Golden Rule Insurance Company, they offer flexible, budget-friendly coverage with access to a nationwide network of doctors and hospitals. Get more cool facts about United Healthcare short-term plans at uh1.com. <laughs>